Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. It is Saturday, November 27th, and yes, we will be doing our Saturday live stream at 8 a.m. or about 29 minutes. Real quick, a lot of you ask, uh, wanted to show you happy. She went ahead and got her hair cut yesterday. She is looking much, much better. And then Sonny actually got his first cut yesterday. He was looking kind of scraggly, but yes. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So yes, uh, they, were, they got their uh, holiday cut, and they are looking much, much better. So thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, pretty cool. So uh, as for the daily financial news this morning, one thing I want to know from my audience is I am curious. Did any of you buy the dip yesterday? Uh, the stock market or the Dow was down roughly a thousand points, crypto, bear market, all of those things. But I'm just curious. Yesterday, as I shared earlier in the week, was a half day. It was going to be light volume and the professionals, if you will, were out. So I'm just curious, uh, did, anybody, uh, did anybody treat the stock market like a Black Friday sale? If you did, I'm just curious. What'd you buy? Uh, I would love to hear what folks out there are buying. Again, I am a spectator, not a fan. I hope stocks go to the moon. Uh, they don't, at least not in a straight line. So I'm curious, did anybody step up and buy anything? I'm just curious what my audience is looking at. So let me know. Uh, it looks like early results from Black Friday. Again, remember my call is this is going to be a record breaker. I believe the excess savings, I believe the mantra of shortages is going to uh, cause people to buy and buy early and buy often. And uh, we shall see. So MasterCard, I just got the data here. MasterCard, okay, okay, you can go down. Uh, looks like early results for MasterCard were up 12%, 12.1% uh, versus 2020, which is interesting. 2020 was a very um, online-based Black Friday, if you recall. Uh, looks like online was up 5% this year, which is impressive given that online was up something like 65% last year. So 5% on 65% growth is pretty impressive. Uh, same store sales. Same store sales were up 40%. So these are physical locations. So again, a lot of the malls were uh, lightly trafficked last year. I seem to recall... I think we went to a mall last year that was very empty, I think. It might have been Saturday, so it might have been today. But anyways, again, traffic or purchases at physical locations up 40% from last year. Apparel, again, these are all early indications from uh, MasterCard. It's called Snap Surveys, something that they can run anytime they want, so they did this. Apparel was up 48% year on year, and electronics up 15%. So interesting stuff. We are going to have to watch it. Uh, in addition to that, other folks are reporting what we've talked about on this channel for three or four weeks now. Uh, shoppers are expected to be down as far as you know, like bodies. However, because deals are down, meaning discounts, 
advertising is down, that holiday profit is going to be record-breaking for retailers. Right now, the estimate is Americans will spend between $843 and $859 billion during the holidays. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. I hope you're not doing that on credit card. I hope you really hope you're not doing on that buy now, pay later stuff. That is, um, that is not going to help you. It's going to make you feel good for the moment and then just oof, very, very bad. So if you can't pay cash twice, don't buy it. Something interesting is going on in the UK. Uh, remember when we had the whole great toilet paper you know, issue a year or two ago? It looks like the UK is setting it up for liquor stores. Uh, apparently, there is a lot of messages that the UK could be out of liquor, wine, and spirits by Christmas. Just like every time this happens, you put a little thing out in the news, people get all spun up, and what do they do? They rush out and buy liquor and spirits, and bingo, bango, you have created a self-fulfilling prophecy. This is occurring across our supply chain. This is occurring across lots of different things. It is predictable. Human behavior is predictable. You tell there's a, going to be a shortage, they will go buy it early because we can't do without, even if we don't need it. Even if you don't drink wine or spirits, you may go out and buy a bottle just in case. Crazy stuff. So uh, a couple of things as we look out to next week. I always like to do that on the weekend. Uh, we will go through earnings first and economic data second, kind of splitting those up. Uh, stocks next week, Monday. Um, Monday's really going to be about the market, right? Are we going to continue the fear-based uh, sell-off? Are we going to be have stop losses washed out? Or more likely, are the buy-the-dip fans going to come back in and realize that maybe there was a sale on some of their stocks? Um it was it was it was interesting to watch oil get hit so hard, uh, and others. So we shall see. Obviously, there's been a lot of uh, travel restrictions implemented. Uh, I've seen some additional articles about hey, this thing's not yet in the U.S. If this goes like the Delta virus, it's already here, folks. It's already here. We just haven't found it yet. It's this is kind of becoming repetitive, just with different names, if you know what I mean. So. It's probably already here, and we'll find it over the next 7 to 14 days. We shall see. Tuesday, we got Salesforce, Box, NetApp, and Zscaler, very technology-based. Are we still buying cloud-based applications? Uh, are we Is NetApp uh, still killing it, or is it more like Cisco? Remember Cisco Systems from last, no, two weeks ago. Three weeks ago? I don't know, two weeks ago where they missed, basically, rest of the world wasn't doing so well. So what's going on there? Wednesday, CrowdStrike and Snowflake uh, will be interesting. Thursday, Dollar General. Remember, Dollar Tree already is no longer the Dollar Tree. It's the Dollar 25 tree. Uh, what's going on with Dollar General? Are they seeing the same inflation? And the answer is yes. Will they recognize it? Will they do something about it? We shall see. We also have Kroger, Ulta Beauty, and DocuSign. Uh, and then Friday, big lots. Uh, again, a lot of retailers in tech next week as far as earnings go. And then as far as economic information, lots of real estate or housing information. Starting off big on Monday with pending home sales. 
Then we have uh, Tuesday FHFA Home Price Index. We have Case Schiller. And then we have Consumer Confidence. I'm looking forward to Consumer Confidence. It's obviously a report that was taken before this latest scare. And actually, that is interesting to me. I want to know what's going on with Consumer Confidence because right now it feels like to me the consumers are saying I'm scared, but they are acting like I have endless amounts of money. The consumers fickle. Uh, you don't listen to what they say. You listen to what they do. And right now, I think it's pretty obvious they are shopping until they're dropping. We shall see. It'll be interesting. Wednesday. Wednesday's December 1st. Where did this year go? Wow. December 1st. Anyways, Wednesday. We have ADP report, our first look at job creations for November. Uh, that um, It'll be interesting, but the real number is Friday. Uh, then we have construction spending. What is going on there? Again, big capital projects. Are they getting off the snide or not? Thursday, jobless claims. Remember last week, 199. Was it a fluke? Was it dirty data? Is there a revision? We shall see. Uh, but yes, jobless claims will be coming out Thursday. And then Friday... We got factory orders and the number that you and I are going to play over under right now. I tried to look at the expectations. I did some Google searches and could not find anybody declaring an uh, expectation for the jobs report. So I made one up and you're going to play with me. So the jobs report last month, remember, I nailed. Uh, I think the expect or I think I called 535 and it was 531. Close enough. Uh, this time we're going to call the jobs creation for November 650,000. That is your over under. If you want to play over under, just say over or under. I will know what you mean. So the over under is 650. I am going to call 676. Why not? Eh, why not? So let me know what you think over under. And if you really want to be brave, Put a number out there, and then we can celebrate you on Friday afternoon if somebody gets it right. The chances I get it right twice, not very good. But, hey, let's see what happens. And then finally, I want to go back and talk about inflation. There is more and more. It's really funny on inflation. Like six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, people were talking about my 1970s comparison as illogical, incomplete. More and more articles are coming out with, you know what? This is kind of like the 70, just with different things. And I'm like, thank you for coming along. Where were you two months ago when people were making fun of me? So here we go. 1970s, supply issues, wage spikes, price controls, Fed ignores inflation. Those are the four things that made up the 70s. Of those four, what do we have? We have supply issues. We have wage spikes. We don't yet... And I want to underscore yet have price controls of any meaningful nature. And the Fed is obviously ignoring or jawboning inflation. So I think we have three of those four. I think wage inflation, as the 1970s showed us, is the one that is sticky. In the 1970s, what happened? Workers had the power. Um, unions went on strike and extracted, rightly so, good for the employees, higher wages. That became higher cost structures, which led to higher prices. 
on and on and on that is happening right now. Wage inflation is the thing. And oh, by the way, one more time for the folks in the back of the room. Oil was the issue in the 70s. I believe the, I don't know, the workable hour is our current constraint. Think, look at all the job openings. Look at all these people starting a shift and not ending the shift. It is the hourly worker that is the constraint, and that will be sticky longer. So that's what I got. Remember, folks, we are playing over-under today. The over-under number is 650. This is a Friday jobs creation for November. And please play over-under. And then if you want, leave a second comment with your guess of a number. And if you get it right, and we'll call get it right within 1%. Why not? Have a wonderful day, folks. Remember, we will be going live in 17 minutes doing an hour of Q&A, your questions, my answers. And then if you're one of my students, I will go over to our private Facebook group for a half hour. And then lastly, I'm interviewing a student who did a six-house port six portfolio deal in Texas. Uh, they leveraged uh, non-QM lender Velocity Mortgage. So we are going to hear about how he found it, how he financed it, what the process was like. That will occur at 9.30 my time. So lots of stuff we are doing for you today. Have a wonderful day. I hope you are enjoying your weekend. And again, remember, how to get started one rental at a time is changing lives. Thousands of students uh, are doing the work every day. Time to buy it. Time to do the work because it will be more expensive in about 34 days. You're going to buy it anyway. Buy it today. Start doing the work. Take care.